the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We're going to have nothing but propaganda in many of our schools. I've seen teachers tell children that they are girls trapped in boys' bodies. Remember, the Bible speaks extensively about a coming lawlessness. For the most part, it was far-left agitators pushing the violence. You know, our founders told us there's only one way to keep a free republic. You have to have a well-educated and moral citizenry. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at the American Family Association's blog, The Stand, on lifesitenews.com, on uh, wnd.com, elsewhere out on the web, and of course on our website, And be sure to go to our website and check out all our resources for parents and grandparents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. As parents and grandparents, we are constantly thinking about the influences in our culture that might be positive or negative in our children's lives. And lately... You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but the books that they are able to read and that are available to children are often so wildly inappropriate that I could not read large segments of them on this Christian radio uh, station. So the, the issue is, what can we offer them as an alternative? Well, we have a guest today who has a powerful alternative, in fact, several of them. So get your pencils and pens ready to take down the name of this wonderful author, her website, and her book, which we're going to dwell on today, written for teens. Ellie Clip is author of several books, including the one called Choosing, which we're going to talk about today. She's a mom and a grandma, a former teacher who taught K through eight classes for many years while also raising kids, designing several alternative houses, as she told me, and planting hundreds of trees. Now she's also a speaker. She's involved in several statewide issues on education in the state of Texas 
and um, has just been testifying about a statewide sex educational issue. She graduated from Biola University, did graduate work in in, um, history at UCLA, and has a master's degree from the Master's International University of Divinity. Welcome to Mission America Radio, Allie. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So glad to have you on. And, um, you know, when we've been connecting, I had your book for a number of months and uh, in my stack of things to read. And when I read it, I was just so impressed. It is such a great story. Uh, but it also is very realistic about what's happening today and the kinds of things that can be brought up. You told me when I asked you on email um, why you were motivated to write this book, you said you hoped it would, quote, help arm students and families against the deceit of LGBTQ and especially transgender memes, unquote. And so I really believe your book does this extremely well in and around a very interesting and compelling story. And what I wanted to ask you was how and when did the LGBTQ, quote unquote, issues uh, arise on your radar? You know, it's interesting because, of course, this has been um, an issue swirling around in our culture for years. But I was busy with family and work and really did not pay that much attention until four years ago when I was reading the newspaper at breakfast and read about a little six-year-old boy who thought he was a girl and wanted to go in the girls' restroom at school. And the girls, understandably, were upset by that. And I said to my husband, this is not fair. This is not right. Somebody should do something for the little kids. Well, then I became convicted. Well, instead of saying somebody, maybe I should do something. But I said, Lord, what would I do? I had been a school teacher, so of course I thought of books. And I ended up writing a little book called I Don't Have to Choose, because what they're telling the kids in our public schools in this area and throughout the country, I think, is very often that what you feel like doing, what you like, your activities and your feelings are what determines your gender. In fact, if you look on the Planned Parenthood Uh, website for how to talk to your toddlers, they Mm -hmm. will tell you flat out, body parts do not mean you are a boy or a girl. That's right. Well, that's biological nonsense, of course, and completely at variance with God's word. So I said, okay, these kids don't have to choose because they are a boy or a girl by God's choice at conception. So I wrote this little book, I Don't Have to Choose, where it shows for little kids, a picture book, fine and good. Through that, I met Dr. Critella, Michelle Critella, the executive director of um, Academy, let's see, AC, I always get the names mixed up. It's the American American College of Pediatricians, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, the American (laughs) College of Pediatricians. Yeah, it's different than the other one. American College of Pediatricians, Mm -hmm. not the American Academy, right? Yeah, right. The American College of Pediatricians. Mm -hmm. Because that one is Christian and conservative. The other one is not. Not, yes. So 
at any rate, Dr. Cretella was saying that we need a book for teenagers, for preteens and teens, middle schoolers and high schoolers, because especially the issue of transgender is being pushed so hard in the public arena. And I found out after I wrote the little kids book, I don't have to choose, that even in church, people would say to me, well, but you know, some people are maybe in, in the wrong, in the wrong body. No, that's not, that's not science or scripture. Yeah, it isn't. And you know what? I loved your your book because you have great characters in this book and you show how that you bring up this transgender issue in an elementary school situation and it ripples throughout that school through the family, the the teenage girl who this is her little brother. Um, And so how it can have a huge impact throughout a whole uh, uh, community. Correct. Tell us a little bit about your book without being a high school. Yeah. So, and, but at any rate, uh, Dr. Rotella said we need this book for teens. And I tried to get people to write the book, but nobody was uh, (laughs) doing it. So after two years, one night, I sat at the computer and said, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing, and started to type. And it was really an interesting experience because I'd had to study a lot after I brought out the little children's book to defend the science, even to Christians. So all of a sudden, I had all this background knowledge. And as I wrote Choosing, which is the novel for teens, all of this background information would pop into my head, and I could use it at various points. Yeah. So um, I want to make sure people know, if you're just joining us, that we are talking with Ellie Clip and about her book Choosing, but she's also written uh, some other wonderful novels and and nonfiction books as well. Um, And you can go to Ellie, that's E-L-L-I-E-K-L-I-P-P dot com, and then you'll get the links to her books. So tell us, without spoiling it, as I I said, uh, a little bit about the plot of the book for teens called Choosing. Well, the plot brings in various choices that teens face. There are choices about do they get to change their gender or not? Um, should they be joining the group that's uh, going to the wild party and uh, being a little too affectionate or not? Uh, should they try those drugs or not? So the title choosing actually fits a lot of the scenarios mm-hmm. that young people run into in high school, junior yeah. high and high school. So, um, Tracy, who is a high school freshman, is perturbed when her seven-year-old brother comes home from elementary school and says that his friend Jason has decided he is Jessica. He's decided he's a girl. And, of course, this is very upsetting. Before long, the whole high school is taking sides, and some girls in the high school are deciding, hmm, Maybe they're really boys, and so on. And Tracy has a lot of questions. Fortunately, her mother 
is studying to be a nurse. And so they have some conversations. And in these conversations, the nitty-gritty of the science comes out, even to the point toward the end of the book where we talk about what is called intersex, which is a misnomer. It's actually disorders of sex development, some kind of genetic or hormonal mistake in the process of fetal development. And um, this is important because the teens want solid answers. They don't want our brush off that that's not scriptural, which is true and which is solid, but they need the, the, the uh, more specific scientific and technical answers. This book is appropriate, even though it's very specific, it's appropriate for anyone from a mature 12 up to 75. Yes. And actually, I would advise all the parents, grandparents, teachers, please read this book because you need to know the specific answers to the questions the teens ask. Well, absolutely. And you bring out the, uh, of course, the transgender, gender rebellion issue. Uh, very well. The intersex issue you cover beautifully, but then in the dialogue among uh, Tracy's brother and some of the other boys, uh, and it's very naturally, sort of naturally evolves with these conversations with kids. You bring out creation science. You talk about the climate change issue, and then the drug issue becomes a very pivotal uh, issue around some of the friendships because of the, of the Again, the, the party scene, um, some of the kids who have uh, been involved in some questionable activities, and you, you just weave it all together into a real, really compelling story. So I read it, and then once I started reading it, I couldn't put it down because the story was a really good story. Oh, that's great. I had a lot of fun writing it. Yeah. I would sit down at night and at the typewriter, say a prayer, and think, I wonder what's going to happen tonight. And start typing. I did not have a plot plan when I started. Not the way you're supposed to write a novel, I suppose. But I'm a little new at this. Yes. Well, and if, it's funny because I've written one novel that has not been published, but I see this, this some of the same things. It's once you develop the characters, then things just sort of, I hate to use the word evolve, but they scenarios just kind of evolve out of the relationships. I mean, you have an idea of where you want to go, but um, it's it's very, very compelling. Also, what was really interesting in your book is the the teen friendships and, and the and the sort of the mean girl syndrome. You you portrayed that very, very well. So um, when we come back from our break and it, in just a second, would you be willing to tell us more about some of your other books and some of your other activities? I'd be glad to. Okay. Well, that's what we're going to do. So we have been um, talking today with Ellie Clip. Uh, And you can go, I would suggest going to her website, E-L-L-I-E-K-L-I-P-P.com. And then you can see her book, Choosing, the one we've been talking about today, the book for little kids, I Don't Have to Choose, which is a wonderful title, and some other books you've read, uh, you've written, Ellie, and uh, go from there. Because, you know, friends, we have to, we have to become 
well versed on this because the other side has talking points out there all over the place, as you know, and they're in in our many of our churches and our church youth groups. Some of them will dive right into this and they will come up with these Christian sounding uh, rationale. No, no, the word of God is very clear on this. So let's be equipped and armed and go to LA Clips website and get some more information. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. We will be pursuing more with Ellie Clip and a, a more of this conversation when we come back right after these messages don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. Today we're talking with a fantastic author, Ellie Clip. that's K-L-I-P-P, who has written a number of books, but the one we're talking about the most today is one for teens on the transgender issue. It's a, it's a novel. Uh, it's called Choosing, and if you go to ellieclip.com, you'll find that book and several others, and uh, it's a g- great story about uh, teenage kids, their interactions, their Uh, social circles and uh, elementary school kids, their parents, their families, uh, faith, wonderful faith uh, references and discussions in this book. So Ellie, um, tell me, you were talking to me during our, in between our our break time there on our our recording, that there's been some controversy about the book Choosing. So tell us about that. Well, there were actually two areas of controversy. The first was... uh, you know, you have a lot of issues in here that people feel uh, strongly about. You have yes. the, the transgender, you have drugs, you have a little bit on global warming. Leave, leave the God stuff out. Leave this stuff about Noah's flood and creation out. Really, there's, you know, just leave the God stuff out. Right. Well, actually, when I wrote I Don't Have to Choose, the little kid's book, God is in that book, too, and I was told at one point, if you will take out this page about God, then we can get it in the public schools and think how many more children you could reach. Oh. And I was tempted because they said, you'll sell so many books. Yeah. And I said, no, no, I can't take God out. So right. the same on this book, I said, I can't write a 250-page book and leave God out. I can't do it. And actually, the parts about God are some of the most informative but also entertaining parts because it's the boys arguing back and forth. Uh And I learned things that were interesting. Well, at any rate, the other part that was controversial was Oh, my goodness, what do you talk about in this book? And you talk about intersex? Well, actually, there mm-hmm. is no such thing as intersex. That's a misnomer. It's yeah. disorders of sex development, and very, very, very rare. Two cases out of 10,000 right, right. have a genetic mistake. And that does not make somebody a different gender. It means they might have some physical difficulties in one way or another. And these are gone into toward the end of the book in just brief detail because students want to know. If we tell them, oh, there is no such thing, and the school is telling them, 
you know, some people are part of one and part of the other, mm-hmm. then they say, you know, give me the facts. Give me the facts. So that's what this book tries to do. And yet, while it is giving all kinds of true facts, it is appropriate for anybody from a 12-year-old to a 70-year-old, 70-year-old, yeah. yes, to read. Right. And actually, I think the adults should read this book. Right. It is written sh- in high school language so that high schoolers will feel comfortable reading it. In other words, it's not heavy grammar. It's right. fast right. reading. But right. the adults need the information in the book because... Before I got involved in this, I said, oh, no, that's wrong, that's wrong. But I couldn't back it up with facts. And as adults, we need to be able to give our young people evidence. And this does it in a very conversational and entertaining way. I, I, it is not heavy-handed, yet it is very thorough. You touch on the transgender issue, as you said, the quote-unquote intersex issue, um, lightly on homosexuality, but you don't do much of anything on that. Um, on the creation science I- issue, which we pe- do, Christians are always having to defend, the drugs, you talk about that, and then some a little bit on global warming and that and the climate change thing. So um, we're talking, folks, if you're just joining us, with Ellie Clip. That's K-L-I-P-P at ellieclip.com. And she's written a book called Choosing. And here on Mission America Radio, we are discussing this because it deals with uh, kids and their families, both elementary school and uh, middle school and high school, that have to deal with the introduction and the chaos that the transgender, quote unquote, issue introduces into a school environment and then the ripple effect it has among a number of kids. So I'm not going to tell any more because we don't want to do spoilers here. Ellie, let's move to a little bit of something else. You're involved, and we only have about a minute and a half. Tell us what you're going to do today, uh, I think later today, testimony at the State Board of Education in the state of Texas. Yes, um, State Board of Education in Texas is revising the standards for what should go in the curriculum, and this is the first time that it has been revised in 20 years. It's very important, not only for Texas, but because the textbooks then follow these standards. And because Texas is so big, they have a a big influence on what the textbooks across the nation for public school look like. Mm. So it's really important. And unfortunately, we have had all the same push here as everywhere for LGBT inclusion and for transgender confusion. And what has happened is that Austin in particular has been a leader in this dark area, I would call it. And so a group has formed here called, um, oh my goodness. Texas Values. I think there is Texas. Concerned Parents of Texas. They changed Mm. the name at one point. Concerned Parents of Texas, led by Carol Ayala. Yes, I know Carol. they have galvanized parents. So I will be one of many. We are outnumbered 
by those pushing comprehensive sex ed, mm-hmm. which is very graphic and yes. pushes the LGBT theme. Right. But we are all going to be testifying today by Zoom Yo. for two minutes each. Wow. However, I've written four little mini term papers to them with footnotes yeah. right. on these issues in the last week and well, a half. Th- thank you for what you're doing, Ellie. Thank you for this wonderful book. Um, I just ask my listeners to pray for you. And God bless you. And thank you for being on today, Ellie. Thank you so much. Thank you, Linda. Okay. And if you want to know more, again, it's E-L-L-I-E-K-L-I-P-P.com. Uh, book, the book we've been talking about today is Choosing, and we want to put these entertaining and yet informative sound values books in front of our children. Friends, do not give up. Do not give up with your children and pay attention to what they're learning online or in the real classroom. And just remember that with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. <laughs>